Hi everyone, Brother George here again. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Bible Made Easy podcast. Before we go any further, if you like this podcast, be sure to hit the like button and also please subscribe so you'll be notified of new episodes. This is the second of a short series covering Bible prophecy. In my last episode, I recounted some of the hundreds of Old Testament prophecies predicting the first coming of Jesus, as well as other significant historical events that preceded his coming. As I explained, all were fulfilled exactly as foretold hundreds, even thousands of years beforehand. Today, we're going to take a look into prophecies regarding the future. And we can be just as sure of the fulfillment of these prophecies as we can of those already fulfilled. But first of all, why is this important? Can't we just live a simple life in the present moment and not have to think about the future? No, not really. There are ancient Bible prophecies being fulfilled before our very eyes today. And today's events are the lead up to the earth-shaking events predicted that are to come. These events are having a major effect on the world and our lives today, and will increasingly in the future. Knowing this information is vital, because it will help you to understand the world situation, help you develop a worldview based on these facts, get your priorities straight, and get you prepared for what's ahead. And make no mistake, the ancient prophecies regarding the future will come to pass just as surely as those regarding the past did. So, did Jesus really promise his followers that he would someday return to earth for a second time? He sure did. He talked about it several times, and after his death and ascension to heaven, the apostles confirmed it over and over. They expected it to happen just as Jesus said, and lived their lives accordingly. Let's look at a few of the scriptures. In Matthew 16:27, Jesus told his disciples, For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. In John 14, 2 and 3, speaking of his soon coming death and ascent to heaven, Jesus said, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus is talking about heaven and the fabulous living accommodations he's preparing for us. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And here's a confirmation from two spiritual beings to those who were there witnessing his ascension to heaven. Acts 1, 10 and 11. They were looking intently up into the sky as he was going, when suddenly two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven, will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. How exciting is that going to be? He's coming back just as the scriptures promised. And those are promises we can count on. 
prophecies that will be fulfilled just as accurately as the Old Testament prophecies of his first coming. And just as the Old Testament predicted many specifics regarding his first coming, the New Testament gives us a lot of information about the second, and there are some very distinct differences. The first time he came was for the express purpose of eventually paying the price of death for our sins in our place. He came as a helpless child. He experienced life as we did so that he could understand our frail human experience. He came to be the face of the unseen God, to represent him in human form, to teach us his word and show us what he's like. He meekly offered every human the opportunity to freely accept or reject forgiveness and salvation through him. And in spite of being the creator and king of the universe, when he was rejected, he didn't fight back to forcefully defend himself and rightfully claim what was his. He willingly allowed himself to be humiliated and executed. Since that time, he's given humanity up until now 2,000 years to either receive or accept his salvation. But that window of opportunity will one day, perhaps soon, come to a close when he returns. His second coming, in contrast, will be a stunning, victorious return of an exiled ruler. The Lamb of God who was rejected by men, whose kingdom was wrongfully taken from him, and who finally returns as the Lion of of the tribe of Judah, to forcefully reclaim the kingdom for his own and to rescue his loyal followers from the clutches of his and their enemies. Here are some scriptures that describe the nature of his second coming. Jesus himself described the event like this. Matthew 24, 27-31 For as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. The sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all of the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call. And they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. And the Apostle Paul elaborated by saying in 1 Thessalonians 4.16-17, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And in Revelation 11.15, the Apostle John revealed, Then the seventh angel blew his trumpet, and there were loud voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Here are some key points from what we've read. 
The second coming of Christ will be a literal invasion from the spirit world, with the sky lighting up in the greatest light show of all time that will be visible from one end of the earth to the other. There will be supernatural signs and phenomena occurring in both the heavens and the earth. Angels will be present shouting proclamations and at least one blowing a trumpet to herald the event. The followers of Jesus will be overjoyed as his angels gather them to soar up into the heavens to be with him forever. Those who hate him will be shocked, devastated and deeply disturbed. It will mark the end of the temporal, disastrous kingdoms of man and the beginning of his eternal reign of love. Both the saved and the unsaved will be judged and rewarded according to their deeds on earth. Now there's a lot more prophetic detail regarding his coming and how it actually plays out and maybe I'll get into that another time. But those are the highlights. So, when will this happen? Well, it won't be today or tomorrow because there are a few more events in human history that have to occur first about which the Bible gives very specific information. And that is what I'll talk about in the next episode. Thanks a lot for joining me today. As usual, you can find the Bible references to all the scripture used in this episode in the show notes below. Lots of love to all of you guys. Looking forward to you joining me next time. Bye. Bye.